the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Yesterday was mixed markets. Keep in mind, we came off of a very cold market in September that looked like it was going to bleed into October. And then things turned around for the month and for a big winning streak. Then we got into the real inflation numbers, whether they be wholesale or consumer prices, and both of them were were egregiously high. Had we started the year and said, yeah, inflation's going to hit these numbers, we would have been like, no. But we started the year off very positive. It's been a very good year. NASDAQ was up yesterday. SP 500 was up yesterday. The Dow was down one half a percent, which is weird because that's a big drop. 10-year Treasury did uh, sits about 1.57. Just again, as long as it stays under 1.6, it just feels like we drive higher. As it starts to go to 1.7, 1.8, there should be a headwind. We'll see. Bitcoin, 65,144. The SP and NASDAQ bounced back yesterday is the bottom line. If you ever look at a, I don't know, taking a look at Disney Plus, you kind of feel like there's a pretty big slowdown there. After enjoying 18 months of rock and roll, woohoo! Disney's got Disney Plus, Disney's got Baby Yoda, Disney's got Marvel Plus, Disney's got new Star Wars shows. Stop the Star Cruiser. Stop the Star Cruiser. Stop the Star Cruiser. I forgot my keys back there. Slow down big time. In the previous three quarters, Disney added 12 million, 9 million, 21 million, and then 2.1 million. Now, their total subscribers are at 118.1 million. Netflix is at 213.5 million. Now, Disney's got. That old hag, that old lady, Cinderella, who still comes out every couple years and works for free. And she's been around, what, 80 years, it feels like? Or as Netflix has been around with Stranger Things and number nine for what feels like 10 years. It's not pill battle for Disney to meet. It's a target now of 230 to 260 million subscribers by 2024. It's not going to happen. And if it does, it's going to happen on the backs of their tourist parks and the back of their movies funding Disney Plus, which is fine. CEO Bob Chapik told investors that it's still full steam ahead on streaming. Disney's going to increase its investment in the streaming service beyond the projected eight to nine billion that it announced last December. Now, 
it's fair to say that the slowdown in the streaming wars, the streaming wars starred Mark Hamill in his saddest performance to date. Netflix added just 88,000 subscribers in the United States and Canada this year. Just 88,000 subscribers in the U.S. and Canada. Down from 6 million in 2020 and 3 million in 2019. And when you look at Netflix adding just 88,000 U.S. and Canada this year, it, it tells you it's kind of saturated. If you want a streaming service, you probably have a streaming service. Because Netflix had the most awesome, the most amazing, the most life-changing TV show ever in Squid Game. And then they get Giuseppe and Jurgen and Bake Off. And I'm telling you, the, the subscriber numbers just aren't there for North America. It's slowing. HBO Max added 570,000 new subscribers in the last quarter. Down from 2.4 million and 2.8 million in the previous two. So we can't totally knock Disney. Would I invest in Disney? I would. I own shares of Disney and not selling them. So uh, would I buy more? That's a good question. And the answer is yes. Every stock that I own, part of my basis, my thesis, my belief system is if you own shares of Apple and you go, I'd really like to buy shares of Apple, but it's too expensive. Then you should sell shares of Apple. I kind of like having a reason to still be in love with you. I kind of like being curious. President Biden signed the $1 trillion infrastructure bill. He'll be putting it into effect today in the government's biggest push ever to end a new problem. That's an old problem. Drunk driving. So though it's not going to be just more PSAs of don't drink and drive. I'm safety puppy. Don't drink and drive. By 2026, automakers will be required to install technology that detects and prevents intoxicated drivers from hitting the road. I saw this in the package over the weekend. And then I looked at it again. And I'm like, was I drunk when I was reading this? Because this doesn't sound like it's going to be a reality. By 2026, car makers are going to be required to install technology that detects and prevents intoxicated drivers. So around 10,000 people a year are killed in drunk driving accidents, making up about 30% of all traffic fatalities. This plan wants to reduce the deaths by about 9,400 a year, down to about 600. Some options in development include discrete sensors placed in cars that would measure the alcohol level in driver's blood and breath. That's the thing that I started watching. You remember the whole Mark Zuckerberg and metaverse thing that we were laughing at last week? If you go to YouTube and, and click uh, Mark Zuckerberg introduces metaverse or the metaverse according to Facebook, there's an hour-long video. And what's really, really funny about it is I, I watched it. I've watched it like two or probably three times now. You really have to revisit it. It's that good. There's going to be a lot of money made in the metaverse, and I would not poo-poo that. Um, NVIDIA and AMD still have quite a ways to go higher based on how many people really start wearing augmented reality and, and virtual reality helmets. So 
one of the problems that I was when I was watching it, I was do you remember that scene where they're all playing poker and Mark Zuckerberg shows up and there's a guy who's his avatar is a robot. And Mark goes, I thought I was the robot, which is kind of a he's busting on himself. He's laughing that never the whole world thinks he's robotic and stiff and tight. And he is. But I started thinking about that. And I was telling my wife, and I was like, okay, let's say I want to play poker with all my college buddies. That's basically the premise. The problem is if one of them doesn't have the full virtual reality room in their home that have sensors everywhere that's capturing your body movement, it's not going to work like they want it to work. So the technical difficulties or the technical barriers that we're going to have to jump, it's not going to look like what he, he's implying. It's not going to be ready. Not in my lifetime. To quote someone, we'll be dead before that technology hits my lifestyle. Because he showed a, a, a scene where him and his college buddies were all playing poker. He gets a phone call from his wife and he looks at his wrist. And when he looks at his wrist, that's going to have to be filmed or there's going to have to be a sensor there. More than one. It's not just if you, you wearing gloves and you wearing a helmet. And if it is, that's still a, a, a detriment to work, right? People definitely have privacy concerns going forward on all the new tech that's being introduced. But I did find it interesting that Biden's trying to stop drunk driving. And don't we all know one person who's either driven blitzed crazy drunk or someone who's been pulled over and got a ticket or someone who has has killed someone in, or someone in your life that has been died from alcohol-induced uh, death in cars? You know, I got spitted in high school. <laughs> this is actually kind of cute. You're going to like this. Um, I wrote an article for our school paper. Um, it was called, it was about MADD, MAD, Mothers Can Start Driving. But I changed it to Parents Are Outraged, um, Mothers Against Duran Duran. Mothers Against Duran Duran got me suspended. When I should have got a, a creativity award, the Pulitzer Prize for high school creativity or something. I'm so upset by that. See, Mothers Against Drunk Driving was, it is actually an interesting phenomenon to study on how fast that movement rose to power and changed laws. Dreaming of the big time stocks you should own. Do you remember a couple of years ago when we were talking about 5G? I've got one of the new iPhones and I'm, it's like 5G compatible and it says 5G when I'm on it. And I don't know, notice one dang thing about the difference between 4G and 5G. So 5G should be hitting its inflection point this year because the technology is out there. There's more devices capable of it. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. I bring that up in large part 5G as we get excited about gambling, which C CEO Bob Chapik of Disney said, yeah, sports gambling is fantastic. It's going to be a great opportunity for us. <clears throat> they own ESPN. And he, he, he instantly said, it's not going to ruin our family-friendly uh, reputation. I'm like, Ooh, let's see where he goes with this. You can find me online at Roblox Show, Twitter Roblox Show, YouTube Roblox Show.
I'm Rob Black. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. So 2021 should go down in history as the year Americans learned about inflation. Maybe this generation, this investment generation. We saw crazy inflation in the United States in the 1970s. Jimmy Carter, we saw lines at gas stations skyrocketing prices. We saw the Middle East in turmoil with hostages in Iran. Now we're seeing COVID-19, the little flu who could wreck economies, did wreck economies. 2021 will be a year that we all scratch our head and go, oh, I thought 2021 was going to be the year that we talked about the great reopening I thought 2021 was going to be the year that we talked about 2019. We were pre-pandemic. 2020 was pandemic. 2021, we start reopening. 22, back to normal. It's not playing out like that, is it? Very lumpy reopening. And we're learning a lot of people don't want to go back to certain jobs. Wages are rising, but so are consumer prices. Everything's rising. That's massive inflation. That's across the board. Now, you can wonder if it's temporary. You can wonder if it's systemic. I don't really care. I'll deal with that as I deal with it. I can tell you that a home price is more expensive this year than last year, than the previous year. I can tell you steak prices are more expensive. Car prices are more expensive. Used car prices are more expensive. That's why we do the show. This is the year of my, my crazy nightmare. Everything just became more expensive. And Rob's retirement plan just became, I need more money. I'm glad I'm not 62 in retirement because my budget might have gone from my financial planner at EP Wealth, Brad. Hey, Brad, I need $200,000 a year just to pay my bills and to eat food and drive and Luxuriate, luxuriate, live. Now, because all the services in my life have gone up, I might call Brad and say, Brad, I need $220,000 a year. <clears throat> and he may go at some point in time, you're taking too much, Mr. Black. That's my biggest nightmare is inflation. And it, it's played out big time this year. Wages are rising, but so too are consumer prices. It's a wage price spiral. It's spiraling upwards. When inflation rates hit a 31-year high, the government reported <clears throat> on consumer prices. That was one of my worst days alive. As an investor, I'm not even trying to be dramatic just to be dramatic. I'm just trying to say as an investor, is toilet paper, diapers, anything made in plastic containers, Grains, soybeans, corn, 
red meat, white meat, all or higher. Now, we've, we've seen little bits of inflation in our lifetime. But 2021 is going to be the, the year of the, whoa, I learned what the I word's all about. Rob doesn't like saying the I word on, on radio or TV because it's kind of like knock on wood. He gets anxious about it. Employees demanded higher wages, ultimately, in theory, to provide for their families and everyday supplies. I've got a friend whose wife has kind of gone all Karen on the whole COVID thing. Like she can't help but preach to other people that you don't have to wear masks and like she's all crazy about it. And she wants to get a job now because everyone at the school basically dislikes her because she's preaching to their kids that they don't have to wear masks. So she's like the Karen in the neighborhood. And what she's learning is she can't really get a job without a vaccine in the state. And then she's getting mad at people who won't hire her. That's a lot of time being mad. I don't have that kind of time in my life to be mad like all the time. S&P 500 enters the week down 1% after having just an amazing run to all-time highs. Six consecutive weekly gains this week. It looks like it's to be off. Johnson Johnson's playing an influential role. It's up 3% after it said it's going to split its consumer health business into its own publicly traded company. So Johnson Johnson's got things like no more tears, baby shampoo, and they've also got things like vaccine shots for COVID. And they're saying, we need to separate these two. We think we can get a higher value for our shareholders and maybe run the businesses differently and put more marketing into the consumer products or put more marketing into the healthcare unit or put more dollars into research for one or the other. You see what it's, how it's going, right? NVIDIA was downgraded yesterday due to valuation. You know I like NVIDIA. I tell the story at least once a year. Gather around the fireplace, children. Rob's going to tell the story about NVIDIA again. And how computers are getting more and more graphic in the metaverse. The metaverse, the metaverse, the metaverse, metaverse, metaverse. There's one company who is just, he's, two companies, AMD and NVIDIA, are just chuckling. They're just laughing. And Mark Zuckerberg is like, yeah, keep talking about, well, we need this super powerful GPUs to drive your product. Put billions of dollars into it. We'll supply the semiconductors. That's a powerful trend. The United States has reportedly warned the European Union about a potential Russian invasion of the Ukraine. What? Job openings reports on November University of Michigan sentiment today. Um, so we got some economic data to digest. But again, last week was the big, big week of information on inflation. It arrived in not a very welcome way. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Money, 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 money. <clears throat> I'm really not that money driven. If you read between the lines, what I want you to do is have a nice retirement. I want you to have a nice relationship with your children and teach them the ways of getting ahead so that they don't have to make sacrifices later in their life that weren't part of the deal. 
a lot of the headlines out right now are a bit on the negative side, whether it's things like <clears throat> inflation, um, earnings isn't an issue, national debt is an issue. We will bounce between these in our lifetime. in my opinion. Um, don't get too caught up in the negatives. I got an email yesterday from someone who's caught up in the negatives. And the devaluing of the dollar, the devaluing of the dollar, the devaluing of the dollar. His name's David. And he's obsessed with the Bitcoin and he's on this, I need to educate the whole freaking fracking world on why I'm right, the devaluing of the dollar, the devaluing of the dollar, we're printing more dollars, we're printing more dollars. There's only a certain amount of Bitcoin in the world. I think it's a mistake to compare Bitcoin to the dollar because I can go into a store and spend dollars. I can't go into every store and spend Bitcoins. There's very few, oh, but you will, oh, but you will. And it's devaluing the dollar, devaluing the dollar, devaluing the dollar. Printing more, more debt, more debt, more debt. I'm not a chicken little guy. And I kind of got into some banter with David. I'm like, when has the devaluing of the dollar worked out for you? When has that statement, when has that almost biblical approach to your religion, Bitcoin, Thou shall believe in Bitcoin because thou shall not print too much money to cause massive debts and stimulus. And the dude's just caught up in this world. And when I was eight, I went to New York City, the big city. I was going to become famous. I was going to become a star. No, I just, I think I went with a, on a vacation with my family. And I remember seeing the national debt clock. And if you Google U.S. debt clock on the internet and see the internet site of what's basically in New York City, and you just see rolling amounts of another $40,000 in debt, another $40,000, and every second you're like, oh, another $40,000, another $40,000. And you, you, in your lifetime, you watch it go from the U.S. debt of hundreds of millions to hundreds of billions to trillions. It, it's discouraging as hell because, like, you're you're – you know what a trillion dollar company is? It's got 12 zeros behind it. And that's just, and you see that 12 zeros rolling, rolling towards 13 zeros and 13 zeros rolling towards 14 zeros. And as a kid, I would, I, I almost, I, I probably needed antidepressants after seeing that because it just freaked me out. And this guy, David is, 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 you know, uh-huh, I'm right, uh-huh, I'm right, uh-huh, I'm right. You don't want to be that person. If a Karen someone who, you know, publicly attacks another person and tries to attack them on their belief systems, you don't want to be a, a financial Karen. You don't want to be that person who, if you want to own Bitcoin, own Bitcoin. If you want to own 20%, I think you're crazy. If you want to own 5%, I think you're responsible. And in between is the the driving under the influence of Bitcoin. Be careful. 
United States men's national team and Mexico will meet today. My Friday night's planned out for me, and I'm stoked. I don't get too caught up in Bitcoin. I don't get too caught up in the dollar. I don't get too caught up in the stock market. I don't get too caught up in all-time highs. I don't get caught up in bear markets. I, I get caught up in capitalism. Like, you know what? It's going to figure itself out. And I'm buying stocks right now. I'm not selling stocks. And I, I understand the way I want to approach Bitcoin. I don't want to preach about it. I think I've been very, very clear on the show that you can own up to 5% in the digital currency that you believe in. For me, it's Ethereum over Bitcoin and over Dogecoin and all the other coins. I'm not, I'm not interested in the coins. I'm interested in the platform. But I get the coins. Some are going to win, some are going to lose. I would like to see, believe it or not, a merger at some point in time between some of these platforms and some of the coins. If Bitcoin and Ethereum were to figure out how to integrate their, their products, I'd be like stoked. So back to David for one more time since in an email, he's evangelizing for why people should not believe in the dollar and the stock market and why people shouldn't put everything into Bitcoin. I'm like, that's, that's going to end badly, David. Because the dot-com era, people like me were evangelizing in the 1990s. You should sell your old you should sell your old blue chip companies like GE and buy G Wiz. We were saying go full hog into tech. It only goes higher. Go full hog into the internet. It only goes higher. Until it dented in 2000, 2002 and wiped out a lot of companies. There will be a period of wipeout in digital currencies. But right now it's the flavor of the month. And that's fine. Just don't become evangelical. Just my opinion. You can do whatever you want. Pfizer yesterday, their chief scientific officer. These are the days that I kind of love. I know you're saying, what did you do yesterday after you got off air, Rob? Did you start day drinking at 9 a.m.? No. I waited till about 11. But no, what I, what I really did was I, I did research. And Pfizer's chief scientific officer, he sounded giddy when he started talking about what Pfizer's working on. His company knocked the socks off the market with news that it's COVID-19 antiviral and cut the risk of hospitalization by 89% in high-risk adults. But what they're working on, their R&D tells me, Pfizer's got a kick but Towski dividend. So it's got the income component, but their research tells me they also have a growth component. Pfizer's gotten rid of their off-patent drugs division and last of its consumer health products, leaving behind a pure play on biopharma. Pharmaceuticals use molecular science, in my opinion. Biotech uses DNA sciences. Genetic. Pfizer's looking good on their research. I wish I had a little bit more time. Maybe I'll, I'll bleed it over into another segment. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Take a break. We'll be right back. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. So, if I were to recap some of the themes of the day, 
the Americas are running out of streamers. You're just not seeing it right now. You're not seeing the new ads. U.S. and Canada, where Netflix added just 70,000 new customers in the third quarter, a quarter that featured one of the biggest worldwide TV phenomenons ever, Squid Game. Which, for the record, got a second season greenlit at Netflix. And the original writer of the show promised us that I don't want to spoil, but I guess if you haven't seen it yet, it's, it's going to be a continuation. It's not going to be a prequel. It's going to be the series. The series two is going to pick up right where series one ended. It's like, yeah, okay. Now just go do it and come back when it's done kind of thing. <clears throat> so there's not a lot of streamers being added. Streamers are something Wall Street loves because they're subscribers. Wall Street loves subscribers because it's a easy visual to figure out. You look at the financials and you can see the number of subscribers and then you can go, well, they're paying them $10.99 a month or $11.99 a month or $12.99 a month or $13.99 a month. Even you can create that Excel spreadsheet and add 10% new subscribers plus a 3% rise in prices equals ding, 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 ding. Wall Street loves subscribers. Subscription models are all that in a bucket of chicken. Throwing that out there for you. JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, City, and Goldman Sachs each earned more than $700 million from GE since 2000. Why is Rob bringing up GE? Because... <clears throat> As the company went from the biggest company in the world to one of the biggest comp top 10 companies in the world to not even in the top 100 big companies in the world, basically Apple in 20 years could lose their dominance if we figure out how to communicate with each other without phones and like maybe we get a, go to a doctor's office or a, they implant a chip in our brain and like suddenly we're no longer communicating on phones. So declines can happen. I bring up GE as a warning sign to little children. Little children, gather, gather around the fire. Grandfather has something to tell us. The scary story of Sleepy Hollow and General Electric. <clears throat> but while GE was falling apart, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Citibank, and Goldman Sachs earned more than $700 million on helping finance GE. That's pretty impressive to me. Tells you how the system works, right? <clears throat> um, contemporary art prices beat the S&P 500 by 174% from 1995 to 2020. November is a free museum month. You should Google free museums near me. Um, it's the best first date you could ever have. I think Bumble and Tender and... All those likes should be running commercials like, hey, it's museum month. I know Tinder is not really a museum kind of hookup relationship thing, is it? But it could be. It should be. It's not. Contemporary art prices up 174% over the S&P 500 from 1995 to 2020. Global value of art is expected to grow by 53% in 2026. 86% of wealth managers recommend offering art to their clients. Throw that down for you. 
when you want to diversify into Bitcoin, I get it. But do you want to diversify into contemporary art? It's a big question mark for a lot of people. Um, and I bring this story up at least once a year. Artists are worth more dead than they are alive. Contemporary art means they're probably still alive. They're contemporaries of yours. Modern art kind of has that same implication. So I kind of like going on dates to the Museum of Modern Art and San Jose Museum of Modern Art. San Francisco is an awesome building. It's got the classics. It's got the best of the best of contemporary and modern artists. The best. San Jose is like, eh, San Francisco is a big city and it's got cast a big shadow. They've got a very lovely Museum of Modern Art. Do you know which one's better for finding new art that's going to be good and up and coming? It's a smaller of the one, San Jose, right? So if you get a chance between San Jose and I don't know, it's just Oakland have a Museum of Modern Art. That's just me being rude to the, the, the uh, tunnel people. Tunnel people, you live in the dark world, come out to the light. San Jose and San Francisco is the way to the, the, the enlightened civilization. And I'm joking. People are pretty rude to the East Bayers. I don't know if they have modern art. They probably do. I will say this. Oakland's got a better zoo than San Francisco. No disrespect to the the monkeys and the zebras in San Francisco. It just Oakland's way better of a, a situation. Just dropping it, dropping it for you, dropping it for you. Yeah, San Francisco's got kind of a beach feel to it, which is kind of nice. Americans are back to doing what they do best, outspending everyone on luxury goods. Yesterday, the amount of credit card debt and debt overall in the United States was revealed. And our credit card debt spending is, is picking back up. It's not pre-pandemic, but it's getting darn close and it's growing right now. That's a good sign for the economy. It's a horrible thing for me to say out loud because didn't we grow up like, credit card debt's bad, mommy. Credit card debt's bad, mommy. And like we grew up in that world where we knew that statement. But from a financial advisor's perspective, I'm stoked that the credit card debt's rising because that tells you that people feel confident they can spend and pay it off. Now, some people will ruin their financial lives by getting in too much credit card debt. Totally know that. Some banks will get hit by you getting into bad credit card debt. Totally know that. So why are you still being so nice to credit card debt, Rob? It's all a mathematical algorithm. Always has been, always will be. I'm happy to see that psychologically we feel more confident. And um, my whole family has now been vaccinated. Got a couple more weeks for the booster shots to kick in and everything. And the first dose for the under 12. Um, but... Almost instantly, I was like, I'm looking at flights. You, you want to raise kids to be healthy. And you don't want kids to die and you don't want kids on a ventilator. And if you look across America, it's sad what's happening. Again, we're getting hit with a wave now. And what's interesting is the number of booster shots in the states that have the highest number of vaccinations, number of booster shots are high. So we live a continued in a divided world where Vaccinations, booster shots, 95 plus percent of the people aren't getting seriously sick. Unvaccinated are getting seriously sick again. Oh, the resolve, the resolve, the resolve of America. 
Find me at epwealth, epwealth.com. I'm Rob Black. Find my email address at rob at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.